Hey folks, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beers, a show where two guys who know a little bit about beer and a lot more about pop culture try to explain it in a way that really only we can understand. But hopefully you find interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm certainly excited to try, to try today's topic. Oh yeah, today's topic. What uh, what are we drinking today? I topic. It's a beer. It's right? a it's a beer. Yeah. Well, it we'll is a weekend. Drink a topic. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Um, today we are trying a beer called Tangerine Wheat. It's a beer that apparently just wants you to know what the ingredients are. Yeah. It's from a place called Lost Coast Brewery in Eureka, California. Okay. Um, I don't think I need to tell you that it's a wheat beer, but it is a wheat beer. Okay. It's got 5.2% alcohol. So this is potentially a crushable beer. Yeah, potentially. And for for those who aren't aware of the percentages, this is only slightly more alcoholic than your average uh, Bud Light. It is probably five times as expensive, though. <laughs> yes, that's for sure. You're not going to get the Bud Light price. but So what are we trying to do here, right? We're trying to let you know whether this is worth it. Yeah. Um, a little bit about this beer. It's brewed with a combination of wheat and crystal malts, and it's finished with pearly hops. Now, Vince, tell us a little bit about pearly hops and what they do. God, Tom, I would be delighted. And lest anyone think that I'm a hops genius, I am staring at a website called morebeer.com at a hops list. So let me see what they have to say about it. Pearly hops were originally bred from English Northern Brewer in 1978 at the, oh boy, at the Whole Hop Institute in Germany. Okay. <laughs> There's a Hop Institute. I, I like this already. <laughs> Is there anything there's not an institute for? Well, I mean, I'm immediately thinking of the South Harmon Institute of Technology from <laughs> Accepted. And this place sounds just as fake as, uh, as the, the school in that film. I wonder if Justin Long started that institute as well. <laughs> What uh, else is on this uh, description? Interesting. This varietal has now been translated into an American-grown variation, but it retains the same name and general characteristics. Characteristic-wise, we can expect an aroma of spicy florals. Not sure. I. It's been a while since I've eaten one of my mother's bouquets, so I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, to come through if used in later hop additions. Um, and, and that's... Wow, this was... It can provide a clean and effective bittering quality. I have to say, morebeer.com, this was not your best post. Yeah, well, the, it started off strong. And Very strong. It, it didn't end well. Um, and I've never been to Germany, but from what I've been told, uh, Germans really hate American beer and what we do to uh, the beers in general. So if this is an Americanized version of a German uh, thing. Uh, I'm not sure what to expect now. Do we apologize to all our German viewers? I, I think so. If there's any German listeners, listeners out there. Sorry. <laughs> if, there, if you're a viewer, let us know where in this apartment you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, yeah. real quick before we move on, yeah. how much of your knowledge about how Germans care for American beer is based on the movie Beer Fest? Uh, I would say about 85%. And <laughs> the other 15% are uh, girls who studied abroad that told me about Oktoberfest. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So Dude, that's that's the equivalent of <laughs> of a, a girl saying, I'm taking this Arab Israeli class because I went on birthright and I just needed to know more. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, the amount of times I've heard someone describe a country based on a study abroad experience and act like they're an expert, you know, that could be a whole other <laughs> thing. But let's uh, let's give these a try. It's the tangerine wheat. Cam um, looks good. Bright orange. Big fan of orange. Yeah. I, I also will say I'm a kind of a sucker for, for tangerine flavored beers and okay. just tangerines as a snack. So. Uh, additionally, I have had some Lost Coast Fair before, and they do some pretty fantastic work. I think they're, if I'm not mistaken... I think they they do the West Coast Wizard, but we can yeah. look that up. Yeah. Well, cheers, Vince. Cheers, Tom. All right. Wow, it smells so good. Yeah. Oh, right away, I'm already a fan of this. Um, kind of smells like Holy a Target candle. Shit. Yep. I would drink a million of these. <laughs> yeah. I also want to call out that um, this can, it kind of looks like and reminds me of the poster for the movie james and the giant peach okay that's funny because it reminds me of the poster for a clockwork orange so we're on two different wow here. whoa very different <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. both equally scary if you think about it it is well as a child i was quite frightened of james and the giant peach um and as an adult i'm mildly terrified of it but um, nothing compares to the horrors of a clockwork orange um Never seen it. No, it's excuse me. No, it's like some eyes wide shut stuff. Well, it's same director, Stanley Kubrick. Oh yeah, this is the yeah. guy who uh, touched little boys. Uh, no, 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 that's Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski. Did yeah. he touch little boys or did he do? Something no, I don't worse? think he's in anything. Is there anything worse? <laughs> there, there is literally nothing worse. But um, yeah, I think my Hollywood pedophile list is is long. Um, <laughs> Why do you have a Hollywood pedophile list? <laughs> Okay, let's get back to this beer. Um, yeah, you'd love that, <laughs> wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I could totally see myself sitting like on a friend's patio on a nice summer day and having like a cooler full of these and just not even thinking twice about, you know, sucking these down. Let me ask you, have you heard the song Kings of Summer? It's like a little little AOK and uh, Quinn ninety two? I don't think I have. Maybe maybe I have. It's, uh, I'm not going to sing it for you, but the basic lyrics are um, jumping off the porch when mom's not home. Like, very, very yeah. summery. Oh, cool. We're kids enjoying doing things we shouldn't be doing. You know, I feel like that's kind of where you're at mentally. I am, yeah. And I also, I'm just, I'm having flashbacks to like, you know, beers being in the backyard or like just backyard, like drinking games, maybe a little barbecue. So interestingly enough, when I first read about this, because um, I did read about it before I oh. purchased it, uh, and might actually I might have just read the box truthfully, but this is similar, and you've mentioned it before. But Blue Moon, Blue Moon, they generally put like an orange in there, or or like uh, I think that they had said what goes well with a wheat beer. I'm trying to remember. Maybe it's maybe it's like a citrus or something. A lemon. Yeah. I don't know, but they had basically said, rather than use that, why don't you try some tangerine? And I said, sold. So it's that's interesting. So that's a very summer back porch beer. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, you know, it's important to note that in the beer community, which I'm a astute member of, um, seasons 
are make a big difference on the types of beer that you sh- you should be consuming. They do. That is true. You are not having a stout in the middle of uh, summer. No, you're not. And um, it would be very inappropriate to have a, a Lining Kugel Summer Shandy in February, which is where we are right now. Well, I've, I, I would beg to differ with you there. I would say having a Lining Kugel in February would be the equivalent of like listening to Skrillex while you're working out. You know, is it the right venue? No, no. But does it work? Yes. <laughs> Could it have the same effect, the desired effect? Yes. Yeah. And that's a different desired effect than, I guess, when you're just, well, I don't know, drugged out in a rave in a warehouse in yeah. downtown. Well, I, I guess what you could say is like the manic energy that typically is produced when you hear a Skrillex song is better off being used positively in, a, in an exercise environment. Um, rather than in a dark uh, concert hall when Even you're on drugs. Even though it wasn't its original purpose. Yeah. Interesting. Side note, there was a guy who used to wear a Bangarang t-shirt to my gym uh, it's still once a the week. Only, it's the only Skrillex song that still occasionally makes its way <laughs> into my rotation. Yeah, and I would say this beer, unlike Skrillex, I feel like this could be like a timeless beer. Like you could have oh, it. Oh, interesting. I feel like it will... It would always be good. Like, you know, sometimes beers kind of go out of style or brands become unfavorable, but I don't really see a time where, you know, when you're in the right mood, this wouldn't work. Okay, that's what. Well, <laughs> I don't see a time where you're in the right mood where this wouldn't work. Is that, does that not apply to everything? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's, that's probably too general of a qualifier. Listen, but. I don't see a time when you're in the right mood that watching the Detroit Pistons wouldn't work for you. <laughs> well, which Detroit Pistons though? Because <laughs> this, this Detroit Pistons, this actually oh. they're a fun team this year. I got to be honest. Well, the the Bulls did recently thwart a 25 point deficit against them. I don't want to talk about yeah, it. We, I don't want to. I was so excited. I I like <laughs> checked the score in the fourth quarter. I was like, wow, they're hanging in. <laughs> and I looked at the box score. It's like, my god. Yeah, yeah, that was tough. Um, I would also say, on the note of James and the Giant Peach, um, that movie has not aged very well for me. It's not like a revisit, like a childhood nostalgic classic. I've never watched it. I watched it the one time in theaters. Haven't watched it since. You saw it in theaters? Yeah, I saw it in theaters. My aunt took me. Oh my gosh. No, I only saw it at at home. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. I've, as we know, I've never seen Clockwork Orange, but you know, I that was that's on the list of you see it once and uh, you never see it again. All right, so let me let me just direct myself into what I had expectation wise coming in here. I thought that this was going to be a very crushable, delectable beer, one that is not. I I've learned this about myself. I love fruited sours. I love it. Yeah, I can't. And so when I see tangerine, I, I got to hold myself back. And remember, this isn't a fruited sour. It's not going to be like a blast of fruit in my face, in my face, not face. <laughs> sure. So I, I held back a little bit. And I think I'm I feel very good about what I've had. If you rewind the tape here and go back to, you know, my initial reaction, I, I think I said, shit, that's fresh. Yep. I did not say that, but I should have. Shout yeah. the bridesmaids. You had an one. instant reaction to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which honestly, great movie. <laughs> I was just just last night. I was watching uh, the the scene where they're in the wedding dress shop. You've seen bridesmaids, right? Yes, I have. Yeah, it's been a while. The scene where they're in the. 
Yeah. This is some classy sh- Yeah. <laughs> we all know the scene. <laughs> not, not confident what end that came out of. That's it. So, yeah. shit that's fresh is, I think, where I land on this. Yeah. Now, Vince, do you think that we're going to taste the difference between the can and the glass? I don't. I don't. I think this okay. is, like, so good that it's going to be... It's yeah. not gonna matter. On our on one of our episodes, um, I could not tell the difference, but Vince had a stark difference. So we're pouring these into a glass right now, and we're gonna see if there is any difference. Okay. Um, I don't really taste the difference. No, I don't either. It's it's good. I think. No, I don't taste the. Di- I mean, I. Okay. Uh, now I know this might be a dated reference for some people in who are listening, but I Fair. saw Taking Back Sunday a couple years ago at did Northern. You see him on a Sunday? Uh, I did not. It was like a Thursday missed night. Really missed, but I couldn't control their tour schedule. Um, but I saw him at Northerly Island, which is an amazing venue in the summer. Um, so great time to see anything. But I was admittedly like a little cautious, like you know, this band is sort of like well out of their prime. They were really popular like 15 years ago. I don't know what they're going to sound like. Well, guess what? They sound exactly the same. The guy has a the same exact voice that he did when he was, you know, 15 years ago. I don't know how old he is right now. But I was shocked, and I would say that this beer in the can or in a glass is just like Taking Back Sunday Live. I'm going to do you one better here and... and- jump off of not one better probably one less yeah. but anyways what i immediately thought of when you said they're a little outdated they were popular 15 years ago is that not what we're talking about with these kind of fruited wheats yeah you know you're talking about your blue moon when was blue moon's heyday it had to be 10 15 years ago <laughs> yeah i mean i wasn't drinking blue moon 15 years ago but i i imagine that that <laughs> You were the drinking whatever was that. available. Well, 15 years ago, I was 13. So, <laughs> so you admit to nothing. <laughs> yeah. I can't say I was drinking much of anything. But um, I, I will say, also tying this back to an earlier reference, um, I think that this beer has aged a lot better than the film Accepted. I don't think... Um, oh. I think a lot of stuff in Accepted, as you know, when, when you're younger, you think... Oh, this is like kind of like a fun concept. A kid like just invents a school out of nowhere. Yeah. It's only later that you realize how unbelievably preposterous it is that a 18-year-old could uh, refurbish a mental institution and pass it off as a real university. Right, but that's the movie. I mean, I I miss that about films is that kind of unbelievability factor. Yeah. Old films, I think particularly comedies. Comedies have started to get way too smart and way too sincere about themselves. And what we're talking yeah. about here is think about like back in the '90s, early 2000s. Think about like Jim Carrey movies, Liar Liar. What's the concept? Guy who can't stop lying. Because of some ridiculous birthday wish, can't lie for a whole day? <laughs> Come on, that would never happen. Yeah. Hilarious. Bruce Almighty. Which, by the way, I know somebody who honestly thinks that Evan Almighty is better than Bruce Almighty. Oh, oh wow. I, I know. <laughs> we need to have them on this show. <laughs> yeah, well, or do we? Do we want that kind of energy? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure, no. <laughs> that's, a, that's a boiling hot take. It is. It's a boiling hot take, and I... It must stem from some Steve Carell love. 
I, which brings me to what I my moment here. I think that this beer is it's it's my Steve Carell right now. Okay, and what I mean by that is, guy was obviously hot coming off the office, exploded, exploded after Forty Year Old Virgin, and now he's sort of aged very nicely into this. I can play serious roles. I can do your slapstick comedy, yeah. but also I can do I can play Santa in your Xfinity commercial. And you know what? I'm going to do a better job than John Travolta. <laughs> yeah, uh, John Travolta. I, I would not say he has aged gracefully, but um, I'll, I'll do you. I'll do you one sideways. I won't say I won't, I'll do you one. One better, better, one worse. Who knows? Yeah, one sideways. I would say that this beer is a lot like Paul Rudd in that I know exactly wow. what to expect. Every time I drink it, and it's never going to change. The question is, is it ever disappointing? No. No. That's no. what's insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. There's nothing fancy to it. Like, Paul Rudd, you know exactly what to expect from him in every performance, and it's always pretty good. You thought that being in the Marvel Cinematic Universe would change him? No. Oh, no. Nope. He's Paul Rudd. <laughs> it's fantastic. Again. Yeah. Honestly. And also plays a shockingly important role in uh, Endgame. I I know I, which yeah. makes sense. Uh, right. Whatever. Yeah, I think that's a whole well whole thing. I think I think it's time to rate these. Yeah, give it our score. So um, I'll let you go first. What are you, what's your final take? Listen, I'm going to give this a four point two five Vinces out of five Vinces. I like this beer. It's refreshing. It is. It's like for me. It's like when I saw the first Batman Begins. It's not quite as mind blowing as Dark Knight, but it changed things for me. It was it was refreshing. It was beautiful to see a hero that was that was that was viewed through a dark lens, you know. Yeah. And that's exactly what I feel here. I'm refreshed. Okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the same exact score: four point two five times out of time. Wow, five times. Um, I'm not gonna sh- I'm not gonna shy away from my Paul Rudd analogy because I think that that is no, keep spot walking. on. Um, but I will say that I think that this is would be a great beer to just throw in a cooler for you know a tailgate, a barbecue, um, a nice hot day. You know, throw a koozie on it to keep it cool. But that's definitely how I envision drinking this. And you know, I would love to pay the people at Lost Coast Brewery a, a, a visit just so I could try it there but i could just as easily have it here in chicago that makes a lot of sense maybe we wrap up on this question right here uh what tailgate are you bringing this beer to oh uh i'm definitely bringing this to a um to an sec late september early october tailgate when it's still kind of warm that's perfect weather for this yeah and a perfect venue yeah I think that's time to sign off here. Everybody, thanks for listening. I'm Vince. I'm Tom. And this has been Friday Night Beers. Clear eyes, full cups, must booze. Thanks, everyone.